Welcome to the show after the show. My name is Amadeus. With me is Eden Kendall. Together we are your hometown morning show on 99.9 Gator Country in Jacksonville, Florida. And I am so excited because today we are being joined by the winningest man in barbecue. His name is Myron Mixon. You've no doubt seen him on TV. You've probably heard about him if you follow all of these pit contests. And if you uh, happen to travel through certain areas of Georgia, he's he's in politics there. (laughs) Let's welcome him now. We can do all the um yeah, we'll do the other that. stuff off off the mic. Hello. How you doing? We are great. I can't believe it. We're talking to the winningest man in barbecue. How are you? I'm doing great. Myron, I got to tell you, my mom and pop are such massive, massive fans of yours. When I told them we we're going to be talking to you, they were like, they th- they they thought like you're like you're you're the number one. You're it. He finally made it, is what they thought. <laughs> I didn't want to say it exactly like that. So, well, tell them, hey, farmer, when you see them again. I absolutely will. We're from a little town called Sandersville, Georgia. Do you know where that is? I know exactly where Sandersville, Georgia is. Yeah, so that's that's like that's our hometown. So you know, we got that little connection going on. But but that's not where you're now. Are you still the mayor, or are you the former mayor of your little town? No, I'm still the mayor. You're still the mayor uh, of your town. Term. Yeah, I've been uh, mayor for eight years now in Unadilla, Georgia, which. Uh, I don't know if y'all know where that is, but uh, I know very well where Sandersville is, right above Milledgeville. When we go to Augusta, we go up through that way, through Gray, Hangar Right, <laughs> Macon Oil. You can go through Milledgeville, go up through Sandersville, and go up to Augusta, Georgia. So in a lot of movies and TV shows, like the mayor of a small town might have a rival town. So is that your rival town? What, what rival town? So, I don't like, know. Do you have a rival town? Is it like NASCAR? Or just no, they, the the rest of the towns are scared of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we want to hear. For, for a very short time, I lived down in Albany, and whenever I would go home to Sandersville, I would have to take all those back roads. All you know, you start mentioning these little towns. It's like, where's that? Where's that? But then you get to the bigger cities like Milledgeville and Macon and Augusta, and everyone knows where those are. Yeah, uh, Albany's like forty-five miles south of me. Right, exactly. So you may have you may have listened to me on the radio way back then. Who knows? Who knows? I may have because I did a lot of barbecue contests down around Dothan, Alabama, Bainbridge. Uh, we did them down in uh, Panama City. So that's the way we go to Panama City. That way through Albany, um, down through uh, was it Newton? Yeah, exactly. Hey, Myron, I have a weird question for you. Are you a college football fan? Of course I am, so, Georgia Bulldogs. Okay, I was going to ask, because when I lived in Albany, a lot of people were Seminole fans because it was you know, so oh, much closer you know, to Tallahassee. Yes, you do. You, when you get to the southern part of the state, uh, you see a lot of Seminole fans, especially when, uh, what was it, Bobby? Uh, Bowden, yeah. Uh, the coach you had there. Yeah, there Bobby Bowden. Years. Bobby Bowden, a lot of them were behind him. And, uh, yeah, you got a lot of Seminole fans in South Georgia. So you're Bulldogs all the way. All the way. Well, always congrats. Have been. Win, or, win or lose. Win or lose, I'm always a dog fan. Awesome, awesome. So you're coming to town, and you're going to be at the Home and Patio Show, if I've got this correct. That's correct. So what is going to – and I know Amadeus, who's on the phone with us right now. Yeah, I'll be yeah. Uh, hosting the, the meet and greet with you. It's going to be great. Uh, we're there for the Home and, uh, uh, the home and Garden Show. I'll be demoing brisket, which is uh, happens at 1 o'clock. Ooh. I think it's, uh, can I get dibs? Prime Osborne Convention Center, I think that's the name of it. Yes, sir. And uh, we'll be doing the the brisket from start to finish. Can I get and, dibs uh, on I an end? 
<laughs> you sure can. I think brisket is probably one of the toughest things for um, not only the the backyard enthusiasts, but I think it's one of the toughest things even for competition cooks to get right and get it done and tender and, and not overcook it and not undercook it. I think it's one of the toughest ones. And let me tell you, it's it's such a great piece of meat. And I, and I know when I'm home, I watch those competition shows with my mom and pop. And my mom is like a Paula Deen. I mean, straight up Georgia cook. And my pop is the smoker king. So they debate on how they're going to cook. Like if we get a good piece of meat, like a brisket, like how are we going to do it? I tell you what, uh, there's a lot of ways. You know, a lot of people like to take it and make, you know, do it inside the home and everything. But I'm always about smoke. That's what I do. Uh, stay in my lane. I'm a barbecue guy. But the brisket is something that is a challenge because the brisket's in the chest area of the cow. It totes like 80% of the weight of the cow, so it's a working muscle. So, therefore, it's got a tendency to be tough. But if you succeed in getting it tender and getting it moist, it's got some of the best beef flavor you'll find on the whole cow itself. Absolutely. And my mom likes to get things at room temperature if she's going to cook it indoors. What are your thoughts on that? I do I do the same. I do the same. For, uh, you know, uh, when I'm getting ready to do a competition or do a cooking at one of our restaurants, we let our meat, especially beef, we'll let beef lay out a couple of hours before we put it on the smoker. Uh, maybe pork about an hour because a little bit different in the in the type of meat there. Chicken, of course, you got to put it on right when you take out of the cooler. I don't let it warm up any. I right, mean, you got to be careful with chicken. Speaking of temperature, I know that uh, the advice you often give is meat thermometers. You live in even even to this day, you still use one. Oh yes, for sure. I mean, I tell that all the time. My dad was one of the old school pitmasters, and there was a lot of them. And his takeout barbecue business, he never had a gauge on his pits, which they were shovel coal pits. They wasn't like the things we have today. And he never owned a meat thermometer because he could tell when meat was done by smell, sight, and feel. And I could do some of that. But to be sure, to be sure, and this is one of the biggest tips I can give, I always use your meat thermometer because every protein has a documented internal doneness. And if you use that meat probe, Every time checking it till it gets to that documented uh, internal doneness, you'll never go wrong. You'll never be overcooked. You'll never be undercooked. That's that's a great option because I know, like, my husband, and I think a lot of people are probably just like him, he's always so concerned with making sure that everything's so cooked and safe that he tends to overcook, mm. not, not so much since he got his meat right. thermometer, but you tend to want to overcook things like chicken because nobody likes the idea of that being right. pink in the middle. But then you overcook well, it. But if you have a meat thermometer, you can stop in time. You know, I get a lot of questions all the time about tips. They want me to give them the silver bullet to make you the best barbecue guy or gal in the world. But the best tip I can always give them, and as you already know, uh, you mentioned it, I tell them about the meat thermometer. You can do everything else right perfect injections marinades whatever you're doing and if you undercook or overcooked you know what have you got you know especially undercooked you make some people see but overcooked you done cooked all the moisture out of it and uh just use your meat thermometer there's nothing worse than a piece of meat with no moisture in it i mean if you got to add gravy or if you got to add something to it you, you know it's like a piece of leather exactly right exactly right i'd rather you know especially with beef and pork uh, I'd rather have it a little bit under than I had have it over. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Myron, I've got to ask you a weird question. And if you don't want to answer, then just say, I got no comment on that. 
Do you have an opinion on the charcoal chimney? Oh, I love them. I mean, the thing about it is I was born and raised oh, with a charcoal grill. I dump it in there and light it off with a lot of fluid, just flame dump and all that stuff. And I think everybody's done that to a point. But these machines are, these grills and stuff, I call them machines, that you have today, they're expensive. You know, and they got powder coating on them and finishes, uh, you know, and you pay a lot of money for these things. Now, I build smokers for a living, and that's one of our businesses. And I know how expensive they are. And I don't, nowadays, I don't go and pile up charcoal in the center and light it off a lot of fluid and let it flame up and kiss the lid of my $2,000 grill or whatever it happens to be <laughs> and, and peel the paint off. I started out with a charcoal chimney. I got, I've got a little, I got an older grill sitting over here where I set the chimneys on that I don't use anymore. Started off and then I dumped the coals over in it because I do not want to ruin this $2,000 smoker. Exactly. So we learned about the charcoal chimney uh, kind of the hard way. We were tailgating for Jaguar games, and we were we needed to cook those charcoals quicker. And we learned about the charcoal chimney and started using it and got it down to a science. And I'm a huge fan of it. I'm trying to convert my pop onto using it versus the smoker all the time because sometimes you just like charcoal. Correct. I mean, there's nothing better than a steak cooked over charcoal. I agree 100%. I love chicken cooked over charcoal, burgers over charcoal. Yeah, I'm with you 100% on that. I'm so glad to know that I'm in the right company liking the charcoal chimney. I think it's fun fun to hear aficionados like you you and Amadeus just talking barbecue, because all I've ever done is really just eat somebody else's cooking. <laughs> and I'm down with that because you know what? There's got to be some of me for some of you guys to be so popular. Well, the thing about it, that's what barbecue's about. I mean, it's a very social food, and we all cook for that attaboy or attagal pat on the back saying that's the best barbecue I've ever put in our mouths. And that's what people want to hear. The cooks like myself and Armadeus, we sit here and we want to cook our hearts out. And at the end of the day, you've been around the smoke. You may not even eat, but you want to hear your guests, your friends, your family say, you know, this is awesome. And that's why you do it. Speaking of which, I would like to share with you something that we learned while tailgating, too, kind of by accident. So uh, we cook Spam. Are you a Spam fan? I love it. I love it raw. I take it right out of the can, slice it, lay it on mayonnaise and light bread, and I'm a, I got a sandwich. So we decided to grill some Spam one time at, at a tailgate for the Jaguars games. And while I was waiting to get our wings, I saw some slaw there. So I went and got some crushed pineapple to mix with the slaw and some King's Hawaiian rolls. And we ended up making what we call Spam sliders. So Spam with a pineapple coleslaw on King's Hawaiian bread. And let me tell you something. They are un- that salty from the Spam and the sweet from the pineapple. It's unbelievable. I can imagine. So I love pineapple. We made pineapple sandwiches all the time. Uh, sliced pineapple sandwich with mayonnaise and light bread. Yes, you yes. Know, but I mean, I, I grew up on that. I grew up on that. But let me tell you about pineapple and that spam. And I, I assume you're grilling it off. Uh, that sounds like an awesome. But I might have to steal that from you. <laughs> if you do, it's called the Amadeus Spam Slider. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure well, he would. I think I might. I might have to scratch out the first part of that. Ah! The Myron. <laughs> Myron's. That's going to be the next thing we see on, on we'll be like tuned into the Food Network or something. And it'll be on, he'll be That's on there with exactly. that. I'll be in my next cookbook. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Before we let you go, I have one more thing I want to ask you. And if you don't want to answer again, oh my God, you're welcome. You're welcome to say, no, I ain't touching that. Do, do you know Sonny Tillman? 
Sonny Tillman. He created Sonny's Barbecue. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from down here in Central Florida. Are you a fan of Sonny's Barbecue? Because i got to be honest with you. I'm a barbecue aficionado, and I think Sonny's is great. The thing about it is I can tell you I've never eaten a Sonny's. Okay. I've never eaten a Sonny's. But I live in Unadilla, Georgia, and Perry, Georgia, which is like nine miles north of me, they have a Sonny's, and it stays packed. Well, let it's me recommend it, and let me also recommend from experience, do not land in the Perry Jail. I've been there. It's not a good experience. <sighs> That's because you didn't know the mayor of a neighboring town that could help you. Um, I I would like to, uh, now I've lost my train of thought. 100%, well, the Perry Jail threw me completely off. Okay, now I was going to say, do you really, you wouldn't go out to eat barbecue, would you? I mean, you wouldn't go, if you were going to go out to dinner, wouldn't you get something completely different? And if so, what would that be? You are correct. I mean, no. I mean, I'm around barbecue, you know, 24-7. All my business stuff revolves around barbecue, which I love barbecue. I love the barbecue business. We have restaurants. We do cook schools. You know, we build smokers and all this, write cookbooks, and I love it. But I've been around all my life. So when I go out to eat, my favorite food is fried chicken. And when I travel, and I travel a lot, I look for the local fave on fried chicken. Like, I went to Kansas City, and that's uh, Stroud's, yeah, Stroud's, Stroud's Fried Chicken. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it is awesome. It is awesome. They bring out, like, they bring you rolls out to the table. They bring you out uh, glazed cinnamon biscuits. Mm. That sounds like a so good. Roll, but it's a cinnamon biscuit. I'm well, homemade. I mean, they're off the chain. Here's what I think we should do for you, sir. I think we should put a post up on our social media asking our local folks where's the best fried chicken in town, and yeah, we'll we'll great. just make sure that you find out where they voted you to go. I would love to. All right. And then we will see you this Saturday at the 21st. For those who are listening after the 21st. At the Prime Osborne Convention Center, the new Jacksonville Home and Patio Show. This is the first time we've done a Jacksonville Home and Patio Show in a January. So I'm really, really excited about the crowd that's going to be there for it. I think you're going to have a big crowd. Uh reason for that is, you know, I'm three hours from y'all up here in Unadilla, Georgia, to Jacksonville. And we don't get a lot of cold weather. But this year, this season, we've had a lot of cold. I think people are wanting to to get out and do stuff and at least be around something that's talking about the summertime coming up. That's right. And, that's uh, it. <laughs> I, I believe they'll be there. I believe they'll turn out for it. No doubt about it. Thank you so much for letting us chat with you. Where can people find you specifically, all the different projects you work on? Are you uh, on social media, online? Where can they uh, find you? I'm on social media. Uh, um, my website is myronmixon.com, but I am on social media. Uh, Instagram and also uh, Twitter and Facebook. All and right. They find out everything that we're doing and got going on. Remember, save me a piece of that burnt end. And remember this: I'm taking that recipe. For <laughs> <laughs> safe, safe travels. We'll see you Saturday, right. Myron. Sounds great. See you there. All right. Bye bye. Bye. So you're going to be well-fed on Saturday, I think. It sounds like I am, yeah. I'll bet everybody walking by, too, is going to stop because it's going to smell amazing. Well, here's the thing. There's only two pieces of burnt in, and I've got one of them. So if you want me to, like, auction off the other one for charity or something. (laughs) (laughs) In the meantime, you you heard us say it, and we we are doing it. Go to our Facebook page and let us know who has the best 
fried chicken in Jacksonville. If you're local and if you're listening from out of town, well, we appreciate you for sure. Subscribe, leave us a, a thumbs up or a review and come back again and see us. It's the show after the show. I'm Eden along with Amadeus in Jacksonville, Florida. Have a good one.